You guys frozen. <laughs> this is a disaster. This is an absolute disaster. Incoming transmission from an unknown source. It seems to be urgent. Patching them through. They're calling themselves the Holonet Marauders. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Holonet Marauders podcast. I'm here with um, with Jamie. I'm here with Matt. How you guys Howdy. doing? I'm good. Not bad. Doing pretty good. Yeah. How's uh, how's your weekend been? Weekend's been good. Yeah. Spent a lot of time on uh, Minecraft. We'll talk about that later, though. Ooh, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, yeah, we'll talk Send about that later. Setting things up. Ooh, ha, ha, ha. But, uh, yeah, Visions was cool. We'll be talking about yeah. Visions today. And uh, we just get into our Minecraft business. You'll see. And then uh, we'll see what other fun stuff we get into. Probably won't be talking about a lot of toilets this week, but who knows? We'll get, we'll get the toilet talk in there somewhere. Yeah. We always do. Jamie, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else to add. Honestly, as soon as we started that, I was like, this is way too funny. I can't yeah. even, <laughs> I'm not even going to be able to do this. Right. So um, that was the OPC killer symphony between AJ and Matt for our audio listeners who didn't see what just happened. And uh, I had my uh, stuffed the, Lula with me. The symphony's coming. The symphony's this, coming. Don't you worry. It's more of a barbershop <laughs> duet, if anything. Um, <laughs> Under the sea duet. We'll figure something out. Stay tuned. <laughs> yep. Don't you um, worry, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have a small handful of things to chat about this week. Uh, Visions came out this week, and so we'll do a little bit of our favorite bits of that. We did do a full recap um, on our live stream already, and we're going to talk a little bit about a Minecraft server that you guys are head over heels, like, obsessed with right now. And then AJ has an extra little bit of something to talk about later. I'm not sure what that is yet. It's a surprise. Um so, I guess we're going to jump right into Visions first, guys? Or did you want to talk about your Minecraft bit first? Or We'll get to Minecraft. Yeah, we'll It'll be Minecraft number, number two. So. Okay, yeah. okay. And it's related yeah, we'll... to Star Wars. It is related to Star yes. Wars. We're not just talking yeah, about Minecraft you... to talk about it. If you guys it, have seen our yeah. social media, you know what we're talking about. But <laughs> Yeah, to talk about, to start off with Visions, you know, check out our live stream. You can check out the VOD, as the, uh, the kids are the calling VOD. it these days. Um, That's what they call it. Yeah, so you can check that out. So I really did like all of the shorts and visions. Like they all really blew me away. But I guess the one that stuck with me the most um, was the elder or the old man, as I like to call it, the creepy old man episode. Um, that's the first time you've referred to it as the creepy old man. Yeah, this isn't true. I said it I said it on either Convore call or our thing. The old I can't man. remember. But anyways, okay. the old man. The creepy the old, old man, man episode. <laughs> creepy old man. Uh, you know, we got huge Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan vibes in this one, as everyone is saying. And I still haven't watched the behind the scenes. I know Jamie's watched mm -hmm. most of those now, and they even talk about that, which is really cool. Yeah. But the 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 whole sensing a dark side thing, and it was a bit of a mystery. I mean, the, the episode is called The Elder. So and we saw the trailer and we saw this creepy old guy. So we knew he was probably gonna be the bad guy here. And uh Yeah, they don't the really fact he's like the fact he's chilling in the mountains, like what was he doing there exactly? He was, he was hunting something, hunting right? Those things, I forget what they're what, called. What was the point of that? He was like waiting for the Jedi to like arrive. That's like what it was more so. Is he was just yeah. like coaxing waiting, them there, waiting in the shadows, just waiting for someone to show up and be a worthy opponent. And I think that that was just like so cool that he's just like taunting the Padawan Dan, um, Dan, <laughs> Dan the man, <laughs> Padawan Dan, Dan um, the man, yeah. And then when his master shows up, he's just like, ah, a worthy opponent. It's just like this. This is a this is a cool Sith Lord. David Harbor. I guess. This is a cool Sith Lord. Yeah. <laughs> David Harbor wasn't the Sith Lord. David Harbor was the Jedi Master uh, Taijin, yep. I believe. Taijin, so, yeah. Something. Uh, why are, Why do they name him Dan? Why do they name the Padawan Dan? It's I don't just know. So funny. I don't know. I don't know, dude. We, the Ethan name. Dan. Ethan, we'll get to Ethan later, Ethan but Dan. Dan, Dan for now. I mean, just these names. But then I again, love, it's like, like Luke. You know, Luke's a very standard Luke, name. Ezra. Ezra, yeah. They get Ezra's to the standard name. They get to the yeah. village and they're like, 
okay, there's a bad dude around here somewhere. There's something bad. Like, let's split up. And I'm yelling at the TV. I'm like, no, never Don't split, split up, up in anything. Dude, the Padawan's like, oh, I'll take him on alone in the mountains. You stay with the ship because yeah, you're good like, with what? ships. What the hell does that mean? And then they see his ship and it's like, it kind of, it, it reminded me a bit of like Kylo Ren's shuttle or that shuttle that's on Bot 2 that it I, looked I've like, never seen. Yeah, TIE Epsilon. It looked a, like yeah, a combination yeah. between Kylo's ship and Darth Maul's ship from episode one. Yeah. What yeah. Um, yeah. Infiltrator? Infiltrator. Infiltrator class. That's yeah. It. Yeah, um, they, they talk about that a little bit in the behind the scenes. I'm not sure the specific um, creator, but they the studio outsourced um, someone to design uh, the ship for them, like within like their thing. And they're really excited to like have that. And they're, they're really proud of the fact that the wings like went up when it like folds down. They're, oh, it makes it really unique, but it makes it just like Kylo Ren's shuttle or like the Bad Batch's shuttle. And so it was very like it in kinda, universe. And it was cool. It kind of reminded me of the Sith. Um, I think they're called, no, what were they called? The Sith. The Sith Tie Fighters that are in Tross. Tie daggers. Oh, yeah, with like the triangle wings. Are they yeah. the Tie Daggers? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna so. say the Sith yeah. Dagger, but then I was like, wait, the Sith Dagger. Wait a second. Is the wait dagger. a minute. Is the yeah. Dagger? <laughs> tie yeah, Daggers. Tie Daggers. It's a lot of daggers. But you don't really yeah. get close-ups of those ships, but we have the Lego. Um, it's near Jamie. I'm looking and at it right now. It was maybe it was it was inspired by that a bit because it had the red trim mm. with the you know the black. Uh, yeah, this guy, this cool Sith Lord, flies in style. Long story yeah. short is uh, Jedi Master Taijin just looks at it and he goes, oh, that is a bad ship. That is a really <laughs> bad ship. And like, you you know, you know immediately it's a bad dude. Oh, yeah. Bad dude. Big, uh, bad dude. scary old man. Scary old man. He's they, terrifying. Like, he really was. Scary His eyes kept like sinking thing. in more and more. And dude. Like, Big black and then they killed him. And, and then he, they killed he him. And then he blew up his ship. Yeah, why did and he disintegrate? He blew up his ship, yeah. He got leveled. He just got too too old. Yeah. Oh, too, no. Too, too old, old. Too old. Too old. Just turned into <laughs> just turned into dust. Too old. Yeah. Too old. One thing uh, I really liked of yeah. this episode, they don't talk about. And maybe maybe they do this in a few of them, but they don't talk about like the Empire. They don't talk about any like factions. It's just Jedi and Sith straight up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which you know a lot of people are like, oh, when do, when do these take place? If you know if you're thinking your Star Wars mind, a lot of people say High Republic or something or closer to the prequels. I don't know, but. Yeah, looked, I'd say this, to me, it always looked High Republic. Their robes looked yeah, very High Republic. They do. Yeah, I'd say High Republic or even Old Republic, if anything. Um, oh. Because, like, it is just, like, um, this. the Elder is pretty much just... He says at one point, oh, the Sith are always, like, there's fighting, like, within the Sith. And so I'm just doing my own thing. And so this guy, like, the Elder is a Sith, but he's, like, not. So yeah, he left there's, the like, Sith Order, I guess. This wishy-washiness with him. So we know that, like, the Sith Order is out there. In this like time period, but like we don't yeah, know. The Sith, the Sith Order is yeah. always out there, even True. even during the High Republic, they're out there True. somewhere. Oh, I can't wait yeah. to see them. Very if they if they ever pop up. I hope so maybe they'll appear as to. an old man. I don't th- with I, the I, crazy I don't ship. They, I don't think they old? have to appear in the old in the High Republic at any point. I think it would be kind of cool for them maybe. to us. Well, the acolyte. We're gonna get the acolyte. What am I saying? True. So they're going to it at some well, point. Take that back. But anyway, we're not talking about the you High know, Republic. The more, the more I think about it, if. If there was to be an appearance of the Sith in the High Republic, not to keep this going, but it's interesting. If it was this sort of instance where, oh, that we found a guy, he disintegrated, mm-hmm. and his ship blew up with no lead on any more Sith. So that would be kind of cool. That's but, a really good way yeah. to cover your tracks. This guy yeah. was thinking about it. so Yeah, he, he was smart. He knew to disintegrate himself as soon as he died. He knew to blow up his ship. Yeah, he had like a leveler for like a cyanide tooth thing. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Had that contingency plan. Um, Just had that little like glowing purple thing like in his tooth ready (laughs) to go. I I love the the beginning of this episode as well of um, just the two Jedi talking to each other Mm -hmm. as well. I I love like that the dynamic between the two of them because it's it is so rare within Star Wars um, media, which is like funny to say this that we have like a healthy Jedi master and jedi padawan relationship um it's always like something like absolutely chaotic going on or they're in like unforeseen circumstances and so like seeing yeah all the master and apprentice relationships we have end horribly yeah right yeah because they're all before order 66 this one like (laughs) almost ended horribly i don't know how jedi dan didn't die but oh my god he took that like a champ (laughs) he did right across right across the stomach but he's fine it's fine it's fine it's It's all good and then probably my favorite part of the episode is later after he's dead and they're just standing the there looking at the rubble 
after the elders dead yeah um mm-hmm. they're they're talking about power and whatnot and how the sith crave power essentially and even like you could be so powerful but eventually you're gonna die old age will always get you and that's kind of uh yeah a cool lesson that maybe you know that was the you know, that was the uh the takeaway from this episode is no matter yeah. how hard you do anything you're gonna die um yep. and somebody's gonna be better than you eventually because you're gonna get old that's not a very very sad lesson but it's a lesson nonetheless um, it's realistic yeah as we as we approach our late 20s we think about think, that a lot <laughs> it was more of a diss of the sith because like they crave that, power but that's that just came out. into awareness over there just oh my <laughs> gosh <laughs> late 20s you're still you guys are still 26 you're right you're right you're right i'm not i'm not late 20s i'm over here like 100 years old now so. <laughs> anyway but really i mean um, you're right i mean that's the the Sith, it's like their one goal is to outrun time or outrun the body's, you know, transcend time, just natural like aging continue. process. They don't want that. Um, and you know, we see Palpatine try to do that, and it fails horribly, <laughs> backfires yeah. in his face. And uh, this was a good like precursor lesson to that. Also, a lesson because of the Dan, uh, he re- he's like craving like a fight he wants like yeah. some kind of like action or like violence so he's always like taking actions to like oh i'll go in the mountains and look for him oh you know you think it'll be a sith we could go fight you know maybe <laughs> that could be interesting so he's like always like he, he's doing what yoda basically tells luke you know a jedi doesn't seek action and adventure um so and he, and he pays for it obviously he gets slashed maybe he'll learn his lesson maybe that'll be yeah, yeah. Maybe. That'll be his thing. That'll be his so. arm getting cut off if they continue this. This is the lesson. Um, yeah, I love that. Now and yeah, it... Okay, so this could be one that they could continue if they wanted to. I'm pretty sure that each episode that we are selecting here could definitely be continued into like another future um, episode. Well, yeah, let's talk, about, let's talk about my favorite, which yeah. is The Ninth Jedi. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yes. Really lean towards these uh, these Star Wars stories, the blank Jedi, whether it's the last Jedi, the ninth Jedi, Return of the Jedi. I like those stories. Um, but this one is big. This one, this one rocked my socks, uh, as I as I say all the time. The light of the Jedi. Okay. Uh, light of the Jedi. Oh, all, it's say. all wow. All the Jedi. I'm sensing a pattern here. Jeez. The Jedi? I like the Jedi, guys. I, I don't think that's a secret. That's they're my favorite thing about Star Wars, and it seems like it's all of these studios that got a chance to work with Star Wars all picked Jedi versus Sith stories, all of them. So it's the most well, interesting most thing, yeah. At least they all feature Jedi and some sort of swordplay. So you know, seems like that's uh, their favorite aspect of Star Wars too. Well, yeah, it goes back to every single one of these creators talks about how uh, they know that Star Wars, at least the Jedi, were inspired by the Kurosawa samurai films. And then they knew that they wanted to essentially give that back. So they're like, hey, you were inspired by us, George. And now we're going to take what you've made and and inspire you back. And that's what it was. Yeah, here you go, George. Here's our samurai Star Wars story. But it's so good, though, because like... you. In watching all the behind the scenes, which I definitely recommend everyone should watch, they're in the same spot. They're not listed on a different listing. You just go to the extras on Disney Plus under Visions, and they're all there. There's an episode for each of these episodes. They are so well made, and all of the creators who made an episode for Visions, you can tell they poured their entire hearts and souls into it. And every single one of them as well pretty much start off with saying, so I've loved Star Wars ever since I was a kid, or Star Wars was the first sci-fi movie I ever watched in my life. And it was a big inspiration for them to do what they ended up doing um, through their own animations. And it's just like so cool to see like this like full turnaround in which all of these creators are just like, it's Star Wars. Like I had to do this project. And like, it's it's so cool to see it from another perspective and not just see the, the same content that we're always getting. Not that like we are getting the same content regurgitated, but like, yeah, it was a breath of fresh air, really. It's, that's what all this was. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. But anyway, the ninth Jedi. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, this one, this one, I think had the most story out of all of them. Most of them, I would say, this one in the Village Bride, and the last one, Akakiri. Akakiri. Yeah. Yeah. 
those three, I think, had the most story out of all of these in terms of like this like overarching past and, and future that's like hinted at, but not, you know, not shown, obviously. Um, like potential. This one was definitely setting up for like a future. And he literally, the creator of this short said in his uh, behind the scenes thing that it was up to the fans if they wanted to continue it. And I really hope we do because I want to see more of this group, you know, the Margrave and Kara and Ethan. Ethan. And uh, the big penguin guy. I don't know his name. I call him a penguin <laughs> guy. I don't know why, but he looks like a penguin to me. He kinda, I think um, he has a beak, though. He, so he can't, does he have a beak? Penguins have beaks. I'm thinking of Porgs. It's a long backstory in my own head. Um, but he looks more like a hawk than the penguin. He did look okay. like a hawk. Yeah. Falco Lombardi. There That's you go. <laughs> he did look like Falco, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of bird people in Star Wars recently. We had a bird person in uh, Rising Storm, yep. too. And I think there was another bird person somewhere around here that I'm forgetting. A lot of birds. Lot there was that crazy bird in Aki Akakiri. Yeah. Those the ones they were running around. Bird horses. I love those. Those, like those remind me of um, Avatar The Last Airbender. There are horse ostrich things in those as, in that as well. They look exactly the <laughs> there same. Yeah. Anyway, the ninth anyway. Jedi. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> you get distracted. No, yeah. I, I love this concept. I know that they stated that you know it takes place, quote unquote, after um, the, the rise of Skywalker. You know, after Episode Nine, after all the movies are done, um, we get this story. But really, it can take place anywhere on the timeline because there are multiple times when the Jedi are you know extinct, quote unquote, you know, missing from the galaxy. Uh, it could be in the future. There's probably going to be another cycle where the Jedi are at their low point and the Sith are trying to come back again. I mean, that's just how that's just how Star Wars works. That's why the good guys, you know, are so important. Not because yeah. they're going to save the day forever, but because they're always going to be around to save the day whenever it, it's needed. You know, um, it's not a one and done situation. It's a constant stream. That's what heroism is. Um, but yeah, I guess we can. I guess we should start with my favorite thing about this was the planet itself. I think it was such a good setting for Star Wars. I think like the trebuchet catapults, cl uh, grabbing kyber crystals out of the ring of the planet, I think- That was so cool. The, the speeder on an ice lake, does mm -hmm. that make it- So <sighs> repulsor pads or repulsor lifts, they don't, they don't work at all with the ground, right? It's just 100% frictionless. Yeah, they I don't react so. with the ground at all or anything. It's not like it's like a hoverboard in Back to the Future or anything. Yeah, it would have been cool but, if it was like extra slippery when it was over ice. It yeah, I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think that comes into account. No, I don't think it did either. But I was just thinking. I was thinking back. I was like, did that happen? Did that? Was that implied? Um, sorry, I'm going. I'm going way off track. I've got a lot of thoughts about this episode. I can tell. It's okay. Continue. But, the Ninth Jedi. The Ninth Jedi. Uh, we get to the T-Bot. T-Bot! T-Bot's the best. Um, he's part, I count him as part of the setting because he, you know, just like everything else on this planet, it looks like a rusted, like, hunk of junk. Yeah. This dude's a rusted it, hunk of junk. There's a line is. of them, too. I love how there's, there's a line like, of destroyed, like, a dozen of them. Rusted robots. The last T-Bot. The last T- Dude, that's gotta be the next one, right? It yes. is. The ninth Easily. Jedi and then the last T-Bot. Because <laughs> uh, he- do you think he's going to join their crew? Well, he's with them still. Yeah, he never yeah. left. So theoretically, the sequel could have him as their droid. Well, we already have or, their pilot. Four eights. Uh, I think well, here, I got to switch yeah. into this really quick just to like, you know, um, here he is. Hey. Ooh, nice moves. That's all he does. <laughs> nice he's going to ship them, ship them around the galaxy. Nice uh, and he's going to comment moves. on their moves. That's every, it. Every I mean, time. like, that's all you need. He's going to watch um, them. He's gonna be like, nice moves. I can't believe that was like an actual better. line, like in this. It's just Are you kidding? It's so good, he's awesome. So and he good. sips tea the whole time. He's like thirsty for tea, so they have to like keep t making like tea stops as they're searching for Jedi. They Oops. have to like find. AJ, what are you doing? <laughs> AJ, what are you doing? You're not allowed to drive in this broadcast right now. Hands off the mouse. No driving. Oh my god. This has been plagued all night. We have been plagued <laughs> by technical difficulties. This has been a blast, though. That one wasn't um, just like a technical difficulty. That was AJ messing around with the backgrounds. That was not technical difficulty. I'll have you know. Fine. You can call him out. 
I was trying to cover for you, AJ. <laughs> um, but I guess we can get into the actual story. So the Jedi are yeah. once again extinct yep. uh, for an undisclosed amount of time. I personally think it hasn't been that long. Other people say it's been far longer. Um, based on a line that Ethan says when he picks up a lightsaber, he says, wow, these, you know, these haven't been seen since before even I was born. Uh, and I kind of take that as like a couple of generations. But other people yeah. think it's like a thousand years. Um, that either could be way. a couple of generations. You get the right species. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a couple of Yoda's generations. Yeah, there, there you go. go. There you go. Um, but yeah, so the Jedi are extinct again. There's a sabersmith who's mm -hmm. on this planet, and he's forging these seven blades for these seven Jedi that the Margrave of the planet has called out to. Uh, and there's some kind of like temple. I don't think. Do we ever get a name for the temple or anything like that? It's just. I like don't a, think I don't so. Remember. It's because a giant the, hunk of Kyber. Yeah. And the temple is like built upon it. Um, and they call these seven Jedi, these seven, um, you know, what's the word? Potential Jedi. Mm -hmm. um, because nobody has a lightsaber. That's the whole thing. It's like, we're calling you to get your lightsaber and join me in rebuilding the Jedi Order. Um, and Ethan shows up to Ethan. call. Ethan uh, shows up and he's wearing a poncho. I gotta say, I love how Visions continued the Star Wars ponchos so in space. Ponchos. There's so there's a few ponchos. ponchos. Like Ethan has a poncho. Um, Tob One has a poncho later on. Yeah. Uh, Cal Kestis like, would be proud. Has a poncho. Seriously, Everyone would be. be okay. Just Cal Matt, Kestis. You... Excuse me. There's so many good ponchos in Star okay, Wars. Right, like Ray right. wears a poncho. Matt, did you get... wears a poncho. Come on. <laughs> did you get Anakin clue vibes in this? Clue vibes. Yeah, a bunch of people invited to a place. They don't know what the heck's going on or who's hosting them. Yeah. And, and you don't know who's bad. Yeah. Clue vibes. Actually, and then there were none vibes. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Clue vibes. I like it. I, I, I really do. Anyway, Kara. Kara. Is Kara. The daughter of Kara. the Sabersmith. She's great. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she, the thing about these lightsabers that's special is that he's like tweaked the kyber crystals to reflect the user's force sensitivity. Um, so either like blue or green, if they're really strong in the force, it's clear when Kara first picks it up, it's clear because she hasn't, she apparently either doesn't have force sensitivity or she's not, you know, she's she not attuned to know. it. And I think yeah. that's probably closer to it. Um, she's just not attuned to the force as strongly as, as one would need to, to get a color. Mm -hmm. Um, so she, she has to ferry the lightsabers up to this temple while the Sith ac acolytes send these people out to like get her basically and of course the big twist that i that absolutely blew my mind was when she arrives and she gives the lightsabers to everybody and everybody ignites them except for ethan everybody ethan. else ignites them and they're red because they're all yeah. sidacolites and they're all ready to what take down the margrave yeah. and ethan and kara uh and stop the jedi from returning and of course the margrave Turns out to be this giant robot that was there the whole time in the room with them, you know, taunting them and talking to them. Uh, <laughs> and he pops out and he just goes ballistic. And yeah. it's great. Like the whole, I basically just like summarized the whole plot. But like that's how, that's what this, that's why this was so special to me was that it was a complete story with a possible continuation. But it was just so like rich. Like there was so much to it. All these other ones were shorts, and I loved them. But this seemed like a snippet, like a complete snippet of the beginning of a longer, larger story. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I want to see these characters continue. I want to see the themes and ideas expounded in this to continue. You know, Kara has a clear lightsaber at the beginning. She gains a green color mm -hmm. by the end of it when the lightsaber turns while she's fighting... Um, I love how the, the Sith acolytes. I love how like the entire time she each time she uses it, it does like grow brighter as well. So it's the clear and then it yeah. grows to be like blackish green. And then like once she finally does like find enough of a strength, it is like that true green. And I, I just love um the the thought that they put into of how did the Kyber crystals work within like this like section of the universe or within like this like blacksmith's um lightsabers because I, I feel like that is can be like the biggest argument of they work this way because this guy made all these lightsabers and this yeah. is how they would be like attuned to them and it's just so interesting that it's like oh you grab the lightsaber and it turns that color immediately because like it's like all right there's a couple different like things you can like think about here and usually it takes like a stronger connection to like make it that color because like you think of um anakin 
changed Ahsoka's lightsabers to blue. Yeah. But that's that's because he like tinkered away at them and like reconnected with them, and it and it took a little while. It didn't happen the moment he grabbed onto them. Yeah. Um, According so, like, to it, them, he like yeah. altered the angle of the crystal or whatever. Like they've been yeah. playing more fast and loose with the kyber crystal dynamics, which is fine. Lore, I like maybe. that it's yeah. like. I like no, that it's ambiguous that. like that because I I like how when there's more mystery surrounding the kyber crystals because like it's there's a lot of power behind them and I like that they keep it more mysterious like this in which it'll be different for like every kind of person or like each crystal or batch of crystals has like it's a different story and I really like that. Yeah, no, definitely. Like uh you know, in in Fallen Order as well, you can like change your mm-hmm. kyber crystal color to whatever you want. It just yeah. again it's like so I guess that's a hold it up to the light. Ninth I don't know. Jedi rules. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, and Ninth Jedi plays with an old concept that was, you know, thought of back in the day when lore wasn't as, you know, concrete as it is today when yeah. they were thinking about like, oh, how how did the how are these colors determined? Because, you know, they picked blue for Obi-Wan, blue for Luke originally, uh, and then they were gonna pick blue again, but they realized it blended in with the sky. So they were like, eh, make it green. Yeah. And it's like those kind of decisions. It's like the lightsaber color has never really mattered. Even like when, you know, Mace, like with Samuel Jackson had to pick Mace Windu's lightsaber. He's like, I want purple. And they're like, okay, here you go. go. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we put like all this emphasis, like there's charts and stuff that you find online. It's like green crystal means this, blue crystal. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe any of that. I, I mean, mean, that's changed definitely. You know, the, the colors right now, they seem arbitrary both in universe and out. Um, so whatever looks cool. Yeah. I guess, you know. I agree. I'm fine with it. Again. Speaking of cool looking lightsabers and Jedi, I don't want to change the subject to talk about no, my go. favorite one yet. But um, one last bit about Ninth Jedi. I love the entire Skyhook mining system. Like oh, just yeah. the launch from like the planet surface to the atmosphere. Finding, Rocket propelled like grapples. Like, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, very cool. Um, also, she had an, Kara had an adorable little droid who was with her the entire time. Little floaty mentioned. droid. They all have little floaty droids. Each it seems like yeah, each main character in these has much. some kind of like companion droid to them. And then oh, there's yeah. T-Bot. And, and then there's T-Bot. T-Bot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Best droid. He he was best droid. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent best droid we've seen. I uh, okay. Um. So so my favorite was the village bride. Just throw that out there roll that one out there um a really really big reason why was this one was just so gorgeous and so easy to digest as like someone who really isn't familiar with any like anime and like this one was just another one that in my opinion had a great beginning middle and an end to like the story but this one also just held like such like a deeper meaning and you could tell that they intended to make this one be more of a message of this is what we interpret the force as and this is what we want to this is how we want to tell that story and i i just love that these creators put such an emphasis on the natural side of the force and making everything that was happening on this planet so important for the people of we wanted they wanted to like make it it was very clear they wanted to make it like this is we have to like give back to like the planet and like take what only what we need and like i just love everything that they did about that and this one was just so striking and it was just so beautiful and the music was so good and then there was a jedi with the yellow lightsaber with the exact (laughs) same noise as ray's that ignition like oh my gosh i loved it samurai blade it was so good and and she does the classic uh charge up and then the the cut but you don't see it it just happened so quickly um we we have like this this explorer old man who has a helmet trash can helmet yeah and then bucket thing like explodes off and then we have battle droids it was voiced by yes it was absolutely everything that i wanted and i wasn't expecting it at all and i i loved it it was just so good yeah i think the whole like the whole bride and groom thing like I was like, whatever. I don't know what's going on here. But the, <laughs> I mean, that was my least favorite part of that episode. Everything else with um, uh, the Jedi and the and Welder dude were, was amazing. I loved that. Yeah. And I think, I think this episode did the Force the best, represented the Force yeah. the best way out of all of them. Um, and well, I, I thought yeah. that was really powerful. Yeah, it showed it in like multiple ways of showing how 
the harmony for like marriage um is like a version of like the force i would say because like they they make the truck up the mountain to like essentially like get magina's blessing which yeah. is like yeah. the horsepower within like this planet and like the creators are saying how the bride and groom essentially had um some sort of force sensitivity they weren't necessarily jedi but they they were more attuned to it and they had the appreciation for yes there is this power that lives within the planet and we understand that and so it shows like that section of like the force and then we actually have like a jedi and then we have like bad guys showing up and so on like a darker side of the force and it was just so good overall. Yeah. And then you have everyone at like their wedding screaming at them like I know. Yes. Well, there's that they're they're crap like, going on up there. What are you doing? Like, what are you Right. Doing? Yeah, cuz like give yourself up. Yeah. Right, cuz th then there's like this plot of like oh, well, the daughter promised uh, to go in the place of the father, which is like a classic like beauty and the beast like type thing and like I would say just, oh, just so good. Yeah. Yeah. The and the father's like totally fine with it. He's like, oh, yeah, because yeah, he's on. like, yeah, this, this is gonna happen. So <laughs> go ahead, I'll be, I'll be here. <laughs> the other sister's like, no, oh, and then she, she does. She does. Yes, yeah, no, she, no, 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 she did. No, she doesn't. She blocked no. the bolt. Remember, she froze it. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, I was. Like, well, Kylo Ren there. Heart. And, uh, I'm sure that's I'm sure that's not a bad guy power. I'm sure that's just a regular force power. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. grabbing something crazy yeah. with the force. I, yeah. We I saw love that how... in another in another thing. So Cal does mm -hmm. it, or Cal does it. I think. Yeah, and, right. and Ray does it technically. Yeah, that's deflects she... it elsewhere. She deflects. Oh, yeah, she kind of like yeah, she yeah. like yeah. repositions it. Um, but yeah, I I love how our Jedi in this as well. She essentially is like only on this planet because she's kind of like lost her way or she's like hiding from something else it's kind of like unclear with that and i i i love how it is her growth as well of figuring out like what this planet like has to like offer in terms of like the force and figuring out how to like reconnect with it and she re it really does boil down to she's physically wearing a mask and then she like takes it off at the end to like allow herself to like fully like reconnect with um the force and help others because of it there was a funny connection that I remember we pointed out watching that, Jamie. Um, mm -hmm. She was wearing the mask, I guess, to cover the scar that she has or something. I don't know, right? Yeah. But I, I think so, but in, I think it, it was a bit of both. In Rise of Skywalker, we see Rey wear that leather band over where she got the scar. And I'm like, what's up yeah. with Jedi covering their scars and whatnot? So, Hey, Anakin and Kylo wears, wear theirs proudly. You know, I never Anakin, understood. Anakin put gloves on their hands, so... It's yeah, bad guys like to show hands. off their scars. Yeah, I never understood why they gave Ray a cuff to cover her arm scar. I I really never understood it. Um, it's it's a pain in the butt to wear when you're cosplaying. I just gotta say, I hate wrestling it up my arm. It's the worst. Um, it I I just never understood it. I never understood why she had to cover it up because I I feel like in general scars. This doesn't just go for Star Wars, but scars show where you've been. And if you are brave enough to still like bear them, then or like show that you have one, you you are very brave. Like, and like Tomater. I feel like, yeah, all okay. Look, that's where I learned that lesson. <laughs> I was trying to go like profound, and then you just <laughs> brought it back to cars. And so, like, I guess yes, every ding and dent is special. It is, and. I think that for for Ray, they definitely could have shown more character development um, by having her not cover up the scar. I think that that think, would have spoken volumes more. And then I think that when she worked like by the end of the movie, because I yeah. think at the beginning, like, like this. covering up the scar, same thing. Yeah, is it's exactly the same thing where it's like she's un yeah. not unwilling, but like um, lacking confidence in herself as a hero. Yeah, because that's like the whole thing, right? Like. At the beginning of the rise of skywalker she's taken up the mantle of hero but she's unsure of whether or not she can do it yeah. uh, and i think her covering up her scar you know something that she received in a battle is her kind of her way of like you know saying like i'm not ready i you know look i just i have i got cut in battle and that's um, where i think that i think that parallels really well with this story with the, the village bride she, she drops yeah. the mask takes the courage and takes on the the guy and whatnot so yeah I love that you guys fixed that for me because I was really struggling. That was just me getting at the end of the day. I don't like the arm wrap that she wears. And then... well, I, I thought I, I thought I brought it up pretty clearly from the yeah, beginning that there you were did. similarities. And then I don't know. You <laughs> did, and then and then I remembered that she that she has the arm wrap in Charles, and I'm like, oh, I don't like that piece of the costume. And that and was just like, me on a personal level. I don't like, like that. Time piece to go of the on costume. a costume rant, a little Jamie co I'm sorry. costume rant. 
copyright trademark. Hello, so sorry. Minecraft. <laughs> but no, we uh, to to cap it off. Yeah. The village Before bride is that. really really good. It is. The music yeah. is phenomenal. Definitely one of my favorites. I, something I failed to mention about the Ninth Jedi as well. The music is phenomenal in that too. That goes for all of them, though, right? We're so we're still very close to Visions, but for crying out loud, release the the original. Yes, <laughs> my God. At, at least like selections from each of them. Just um, give me that stuff. That's so good, dude. Inject it into my veins. It's <laughs> it's like unbelievable. Seriously, oh my gosh. the music is unbelievable. The one yeah. with the best music, though, before we move on completely, um, Tatooine Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yep. Because we were collectively all very excited for Tatooine Rhapsody, because um, like a, a rock band in Star Wars, like that—that that is Perfect. like our brand here. First of all, is we find those like silly little mm -hmm. side stories and then plug them it's in. It's literally yeah. AJ like, said it. It's like this would be a story that we came up with. Yeah. It's, if we came I, up with like five stories, that would be one of them. Something they like would that. all revolve around music. I'm not even kidding. Almost all of them would. I don't know about that. Somehow. But... From me, every pitch you okay. would get would be about music. Okay. Um, and then you guys would be like, settle down, please. Yeah, um, be like a Jedi? It was so much fun. It, this one was a Jedi Rhapsody. who became a musician. It was so, so much fun. Like, Tatooine Rhapsody yeah. blew my expectations, expectations out of the water, um, and which is fantastic. You know AJ what else? would be like Boba Fett. I'd be like Jedi. You'd be like music. And then put it all together. There <laughs> it is. Rhapsody. Perfect. But yeah, Visions was like amazing as a whole. Yeah. As a whole. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I really want a season two, whether it's continuations of previous stories or just totally new ones. Yeah. Um, or I would even take, um, if this was kind of like tryouts, for lack of a better term, uh, to pick up one of these studios to make a continuing series or a new series. Um, yeah. I'd be, I'd be down for that. That'd be really fun. So yeah. That'd be for a lot sure. of fun. I, I loved the creativity. I loved all the different styles. Each one brought something totally different to the table. And I loved the amount of droids that they used as well. There was a fun droid in almost every single one. Oh, and yeah. so good. I, I got to drop the uh, the droids that were in the duel. So B5 with the little straw hat, like following him around and whatnot. And the little fire whistling birds at the end. And the, of course, the <laughs> yeah, dog droid safe. running up with the tea kettle. So good. Anyway. So... What else did you guys want to talk about that wasn't really divisions? Minecraft. 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 Talk about Minecraft, all Minecraft. The time. Okay, Minecraft. okay. You can die to talk about no. Minecraft. Talk about Minecraft. As you guys, guys we have, have a seen, Minecraft realm. Oh. Uh, yeah, as you guys have I seen on our social media, we have a Holonet Marauders <laughs> Minecraft realm. Minecraft realm. And guys. come join our Discord. We'll post Do about it. it again and whatnot. Join the Discord, join the community. We'll talk about random stuff on there. And yeah, come play that's Minecraft where the, with us. That's where the info is about the Minecraft realm. You can come join and yeah. uh Come play Minecraft. There are rules, but Matt and I have been playing, and Chad hopped on one day. I think yeah. that's it that's been in there so far. We have room for ten people, so if seven more people want to come in and help out, come on in. Uh, come on, come on so, in. So far, we've built an Ewok village. Yep. Lars Homestead. Yep. Both of those are still in development. Yeah, yep. they're still. They're always a work in progress because it's Minecraft. Right. And what we've been working on recently is uh, Maz's castle. Maz can Oh, castle. my God. Mm -hmm. And it is mm -hmm. the best thing we've ever built in Minecraft. Uh, best thing I've ever built in Minecraft. I've been playing this game for That's years. saying something. And um, I've been playing it for like one year. And it's it's <laughs> unbelievable. Like, it's so good. Guys, join. You walk around Maz's castle. Hear about Matt uh, or listen to Matt and I yell at like half blocks the whole time. Slabs. Yep. And, slabs. Uh, stone brick slabs my worst Maz's Maz's castle has been amazing um yeah it really is it so hard to find we started with the outside and I had to look just right I think we've nailed it almost yeah and then I was like okay what is there aren't that many images out there we had to go into battlefront 2 oh to walk God. around we literally we literally like went into battlefront 2 and walked around the the level just to like look at the interior of Maz's castle there's one cross section featured in the visual dictionary there yeah, it is. Uh, featured in this book Star oh, Wars complete, complete locations. locations. Yeah. So there it is. That's it's the beautiful. we've also been using that very heavily. Uh something we've learned is that there really isn't any solid representation of Maz's castle. Each one has its own little quirks. They're and all different. Yeah. Yep. It's uh it's pretty funny. Um but we've kind of compiled them all. It's not a one-to-one. -one it's our we, take on it. We have lives, and we can't we can't be on Minecraft for you know 
24 hours a day. That being said, they are staying up until like 3 a.m. playing Minecraft every night. And then the next morning, I'm we like, hey, how late at, did you guys stay up? I have no up? plans at 3 a.m., okay? We set up, no up, up till 3 a.m. Then we set up till 2 a.m. And last night, we ended at like 7 or something. So we're getting better. We, I don't better. find out until the next day because I go to bed. And then I'm just like, AJ, so what would you guys do? And he's like, oh, we stayed up until 3 a.m. again playing Minecraft. And I'm like, it was Look, work. Maz's castle doesn't build itself. Exactly. Maz's castle thing, wasn't built in one day. That's right. One thing I want to say is, you know, come on, join join the group, and pick a location, and we'll help you build it. I mean, yeah. we want to create as many Star Wars locations in Minecraft as possible. Um, and this is just like another like another thing for us to just like have a community in because we love yeah. having our little corner of the of the galaxy. And ten people in this realm will be a super small corner of the galaxy, but I think it'll be really special, and we can yeah. we can build keep other building Star Wars stuff. Yeah. And if you destroy anything or do anything inappropriate, you're, you're out. out. But that goes without saying. But we yeah. know, all you guys are nice. All of our yeah, listeners are, are cool. good people. So. All our fans can't do anything wrong. Our fans are great. They're good people. Yeah. They have good tastes. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> well, obviously. But uh, yeah, I mean, Jamie, we're going to get Jamie on there eventually. Yeah, we'll figure yeah. it out. We either have to pay $30 or not. We will see. I'm more of a Stardew Valley person. We got to figure out our permissions like within uh, Minecraft. So I've, I've... we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you, yeah we'll see. And we'll see. Um, what's been your favorite part of the castle so far, Matt? Jeez. I know I, I was love, working on like the brewery room like we, and the spa. Dude, the bre- and... brewery room looks so good. It like I was like, good. I was walking around there earlier today because I just hop on and off compulsory, just like, <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> I can check the around. castle. Um, the, ugh, the brewery is so good. But uh, the main, main area, actually, I'll say the entrance putting up all like the banners, outside the yeah statue, that looks really good and then we found out there's the sigil perfect yeah we found oh that God. but yeah that would be probably my favorite i think the best thing we've done in it so far and is the the fire pit we put in like the furnace yeah. above it and the smoke actually goes up and yeah I don't you know, should see the kitchen. nice touch you should see the kitchen oh i'm excited to see the kitchen i'll have to look check at the it kitchen out. tell me tell me how can we build cookie it. back there i know i want to build them <laughs> I want to put them in. I found out you can, you know how you can place like heads in Minecraft. Yeah. So if we do, um, we, if we do Navarro, we can do the pikes with the stormtrooper heads on it. That's That'd great. Be sick. Great That'd idea. be really cool. Was that Tatooine, I, Tatooine or was that Navarro? Though? I think was it was that Tatooine. Tatooine. Okay, my bad then. I couldn't remember. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I think so. Right in that's when he's going to the he's going to the cantina, and he like passes by the okay. stormtrooper yeah. helmets on a pike. Damn. Okay. Still. We could build. We could build most Asley, Probably we could build anything. Build Literally, my, we'll, my we'll favorite part so far. Location. I I loved how you guys accidentally trapped a bantha like in the doorway. Oh my god! No, no, no. He was trying to like. We were just building and building, and I'm sweating over like the stove and whatnot. And Matt's <laughs> and like, look at the door, and the, the bantha's just peeking in. I have a he picture of it somewhere. Like, hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? <laughs> and then he's he's like stuck in this. Eventually. Like, Eventually, he made his way in. In the door, yeah. Finally, he rubbed he butter in. on himself and just squeezed through the door. He squeezes in. He's head straight. He makes a beeline to the brewery. Yeah, and, c- and then he leaves. <laughs> Your greased up bantha has to come and to get his studs. Yeah, but go. I have such a, I have such a greater appreciation for Maz's castle now, which I didn't Me think too. I could. But Me too. And it, it's super yeah. on brand for us because it's like the official hotel of Sidon and the crew. So it that's right. Is, it is uh, yeah, that, that is really really funny that you guys are saying that this is a new appreciation for it because this is the one and only spot for years that we had Sidon Ithano and and well now he's other places. I mean our but, Wi-Fi uh, is named Takodana. Our Wi-Fi has been named Takodana for as long as we've had our Wi-Fi, which is what's your password? I'm not telling you the that. Secret. <laughs> sorry guys i tried yeah you i don't know i don't know who'd want to get into your wi-fi it's tuning in from like california I mean, for our wi-fi yeah, oh, I get it. our I wi-fi's crap it. anyways as you as you might know matt yeah oh, this yeah. is this has been a, something else this has been an episode plagued with issues if you want to see yeah. more of that check out our patreon uh okay <laughs> something will be on there i don't know what because i don't know what recorded yet but we'll see we do um, have a patreon yeah yes we do but yes, the Takodana Castle, Maz's Castle. I 
I love how you guys are putting so much detail into it and I love seeing their updates every single day. Like it's, it's really yeah. cool. And I love how you're working into everything from the brewery to the fire pit, to Maz's office, to the spa. To the control there's station. A, there's a there's spa. everything. Control did station. you guys know, you guys know this, but listener wise, did you guys know that Maz literally has a spa in the castle? Like I love how, Maz literally is the queen of self-care. Like she has a spa in <laughs> her castle. She goes to the spa in Resistance Reborn, and that's where like Poe has this entire conversation with her. She I love it. She, she just wants to just chill. She just wants to chill. She just really values that spa time, and yep. I I love it. She has a union. That's nice. She's yep. Yeah. You know. Yep. Everybody's she's unionized. Da- dating the codebreaker. Yeah. Yep. Or she's probably dating doing a lot stuff of with the codebreaker. Uh, <laughs> and possibly Chewy. And I love Maz. Chewie's a married man. <laughs> Chewie's a married man. I could see yeah. T-Bot working in the Ma- in Maz's castle. I could yeah. too. At the counter. Maz's Just castle like, always has great. like a uh, Miyazaki vibe to it. You ever seen Spirited mm. Away? Yeah. With no. the well bits in the movie, there's a castle, and it's like the castle. It's like the bathhouse of the spirits. And uh. when Ma- when it was like when I learned that Maz had a spa, I was like, oh, that's perfect because that's exactly what <laughs> you know. That's another kind of like feudal thing. That's well, a castle thing in general. I guess that's yeah. feudal. Yeah. Um, you know, the nobles, yes. the lords, and everybody. <laughs> of course. Except these are the nobles within the pirate world because she's the pirate queen. Yeah. Like so I... I, that's what I really like. It's almost like a great equalizer, right? It's like the, it's not really like a high up castle. It's like a. Everyone's on neutral territory here. It's literally just you're in between, and if you need some place to go, you can go to Maz's castle, and, and she'll be like, "Yeah, sure." Just no fuzzy, funny business when you're here. No Even though, like, business. she no fuzzy no business. No fuzzy business. Even though she knows a lot of um fuzzy, no fuzzy and fuzzy funny business is going on, she probably serves those first of all. Um, yeah, she man. definitely does. Those I, are I just love it. I love everything about Taco Donna. That's why we like named our, our wi-fi taco top <laughs> of course because it's just like a wonderful location it's just so good i want to see it again uh, i want to see it again not just on this minecraft server like good luck guys but like i oh, want to yeah, see taco yeah. donna again non-screen you'll see it in the higher public probably it. well yeah. they're yeah they're like we kind of already have they're in there way, right but... now but uh, i i need more give me more of it but my my final piece i wanted to bring up was like a, a big piece of news um that happened a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, a week ago. I don't remember at this point. Uh, Knights of the Republic uh-huh. coming back. Yeah. When do you, what do you guys think the deal is with this game? 2023 to 2024, I think is the release. Well, right. For PlayStation for like a year and then for yeah. everything, yeah. hopefully. But um, story wise and whatnot, do you think it'll be, you think it'll be a canon story? You think it'd be a non canon story? I think so. I think that it will be because they, they said that it is a remake. And so, in order to remake right. things, you know, they got to like revise things and, and redo things and reinterpret. I, I think that the, the main story will. I think it is. Gross. I know. <laughs> Next to the Old Republic, <laughs> remake. Republic remake. Gross. Ugh. I don't know. Maybe no. it's the working title. No, that's definitely going to be the title. What do you guys think that was? You don't think that's going to be the title? Of course it is. If that's the title, I can't though, tell then... if he's making a joke or not. I'm not. Final <laughs> no, Fantasy he's, he's VII serious. remake, guys. Like this, this has been done before. It's True. just what they do. Yeah, but then it, with the title remake in the title, um, it lends me to believe that it's probably not canon. Yeah. Okay. I would. So... I would say I'm leaning more towards non-canon even though they've kept it up in the air and i'm hopeful that it will be but right now i have my my expectations on legends because literally they keep saying like over and over again it's a one-to-one remake we're literally just like recreating the game uh it's not nothing's gonna like they're not changing anything they have they've they've made it like perfectly clear like they literally said it's a one-to-one upon i don't know if was that you sure about that that direct quote I think so. I think it, the I quote think was that's... a one-to-one. Here's remake. the thing: no one's sure. Right? No, no one is sure. <laughs> no, no one is sure. No one is sure. The You're interview right. I saw was the the developers or whoever were saying like they talked a lot about the original, and but they didn't really say like what the new one was gonna be. They, you know, it's it's obviously inspired by that because it's the same thing. It'll be the, this pretty much the same story because it's a remake, but. I don't know. Anytime you put choice into Star Wars these days, I don't think it can be canon because then you have like, then you're creating two canons. Because I could go in and be evil Revan. I can do that. And that's not the canon way necessarily, right? So Yeah, like technically in Legends, the light ending was the canon ending. 
and canonically in legends again it's kind of funny to say but in legends canonically revan was a (laughs) dude with a you know long hair and and a goatee or whatever i just want if they eventually do somehow canonize Revan and get it in there, I just want Brie Larson to be Revan, just it's so everyone just is I'd like, be down for that. Oh man, like that I just want great. that. That's all I want. That'd be That'd good, be amazing. We know Pablo Hidalgo sees Revan as a woman, so I think it would be fantastic. I think it needs to happen. Plus, Especially, it would be awesome because it... we would get the Bastila and Revan relationship still, and it would be it'd be fantastic. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, that would, would be, be fantastic. that would be great. And that it would, would just, be great. It would just, I'm gonna leave it I that think it would be I cool because Revan has a lot of similarity. Oh, Kylo Ren, I should say, because it's working backwards. Kylo Ren has a lot of similarities to Revan. Um, yeah. Ray and, and Kylo have a lot of similarities to Revan the and Bastila. Bastila and Revan. Yeah, yeah, they do. And even Kylo's look, the mask is like, obviously, it's inspired by Vader, but it's inspired by, I think, Revan as well. They look pretty oh, yeah. identical um, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. But people always try to fan cast um, Keanu Reeves as Revan. Uh, he's too old. And I'm like, Keanu Reeves, lo- yeah, he's too old, too old. Too old. Keanu Reeves looks a lot like Adam Driver. They have like yeah. that same, especially now that Keanu Reeves has long hair. They have like the big nose, the big ears, the goofy look and whatever. Um, uh, ragging on Keanu Reeves now, okay. He's well, no, I love, on Adam Driver I love both also. Of them. They both do <laughs> Yeah, but Adam look. Driver has a big nose and goofy ears. Yeah. But both great, regardless. I so I would like to see a female Revan. I think that would just yeah. kind of spice yeah. things up a bit more and uh, whatnot. Yeah. So, hey, you know we we have some info about Revan, right? We, we revealed that in a past uh, episode that they oh, they're uh, going to be focusing on uh, Revan and Canon more, right? With acolytes, yeah, yeah. So, or the acolyte from our good friend. Is it the Corey acolyte? Van Dyke? The yep. acolyte one. The acolyte. acolyte. The acolyte. Interesting. But I just wanted to bring it up because it was something we never talked uh, talked about, and yep. we obviously all love the original game a lot. So hey, you know what? Kotor is getting released on the Switch. Switch. <laughs> yeah, so I can Kotor play it again. On that. Play it again. <laughs> just Kotor one though. I don't think the second one. Not yet. Hopefully, not yet. but Soon. not yet. Soon. Which will yeah. be the first time I can play it. Actually, now that I'm thinking of it, because it wasn't for right. Mac, and it wasn't for PlayStation, and that was the reason I didn't play it when I was a kid. This will be the first console I own that KOTOR is released on. Wow. Like 20 years later. Yeah. <laughs> Except I'm games. waiting for the remake now, so I'm not even going to play it. <laughs> Stupid. May as well just play it anyway, just so that way later on you can go back and be like, oh, they did this differently. You're going to play both. So maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe we'll see. not. Maybe. All right, cool. Uh, well, any last thoughts, guys? On, I'm not even sure what we covered this episode, honestly. <laughs> we covered... Um... Visions, Minecraft. Yep. Those crazy Visions, guys Minecraft. We did and, uh, uh, Kotor. DJ. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. 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 We overcame a lot of technological diver- diversity. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> adversity. That's the yeah. word. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we came out on top. I think uh, this is a great episode. I want to thank my colleagues, uh, AJ and Jamie. Uh, and I want to. I'll see you on the Holonet. See you on the Holonet. <laughs>